0: Y'all, I'm Melanie.
1: And I'm Jason.
0: And you're listening to the Old North State Podcast. We're bringing you on a deep dive into all things North Carolina. Three. Hello.
1: <laughs> Hello. Welcome back. Welcome. Do you know what time it is? Spooky time. It is spooky time.
0: I had to think about it.
1: Yeah. Um, I would have accepted any answer just because okay. I didn't prep you ahead of <laughs> okay. time. Um, but it's officially October or spooktober as said in the tap house.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And um, although we typically tend to keep things spooky all year round, October is a very special time because everyone else gets on board. Yeah. And we seem a little less out of place uh, when we talk about ghosts and stuff. So, this episode is very special. Um, I'm actually going to be reading off a list of 10 haunted spots in Charlotte. We've talked to. Finley is spooked already. We've talked about a few of these already. Um, This is actually an article I put together for Queen City Nerve for their last year's Spooktober edition. Um, The year before that was October 2020, and they talked about our Schumann Cemetery project. And then hopefully, this year, we'll get a chance to contribute another spooky thing to them. But they haven't asked yet, so... Hint, hint. Yeah.
0: Nudge, nudge.
1: Queen City nerve. Um, but before we talk about 10 haunted spots in Charlotte, let's... uh I'm Sorry. Let's hear the county. <laughs> Finley just almost knocked over a lamp.
0: This is a family lamp. My grandfather made this lamp. Oh. So... We can never get rid of it.
1: Yeah, we should move it.
0: It's one of the only like, porcelain things that he did. Hmm. Um, Counties. Cleveland County.
1: Uh, Cleveland. Never mind.
0: Uh, named after Benjamin Cleveland, uh, who was an American pioneer and officer in the North Carolina militia, a colonel in the American Revolutionary War who took part in the Battle of Kings Mountain, Uh, He was part of the Wilkes County Regiment. And the county seat is Shelby, established in 1841.
1: Rock on. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I think of Cleveland... I I think of Grover Cleveland. Interesting. I think of um, that Disney Channel original movie, The Luck of the Irish, when they're like, Where are you from? Um, and it's like the mom's from like, oh, we're from Ireland. And, but she didn't tell him originally. And the dad always just says, oh, my side of the family is from Cleveland.
0: Hot in Cleveland.
1: That's it. That's the only explanation he gives. Um, okay. Sorry for wasting your time with that one. So let's start off 10 haunted spots Mm -hmm. in Charlotte. And actually these are 10 haunted spots in uptown Charlotte. Um, because I wanted to to make it where almost like a walking tour, but it would be very, 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 very far from some of these locations to the other if you're walking. So, starting off, numero one is actually all of Second Ward. Um, Uptown Charlotte is split into four different wards. Panther Stadium is in Third Ward. Fourth Ward is where all those older houses are, like Alexander Michaels, the bootlegger house, um... You know, more of the Victorian-era houses that you'll see. First Ward is where I used to live in a tiny, very poor apartment. And then Second Ward is mostly...
0: That was when we first started dating.
1: Oh, yeah. First Ward has a very special place in my heart. But Second Ward um, is where there's a lot of government buildings right now. But many people have reported hearing jazz music late at night in Uptown Second Ward. The source is said to be the spirit of Brooklyn, the neighborhood that was lost to so called urban renewal projects carried out by the city and developers in the 1970s. Over 1,400 structures from this predominantly black community were destroyed, including schools, churches, nightclubs, office buildings, barber shops, nail salons. It was its own established neighborhood, and everything got cleared out. Um, stories of phantom music near the corner of East 3rd and South Brevard streets were common long before Middle C jazz opened up at that intersection. Some people heard an entire jazz ensemble, others heard solo saxophonists, and though it's now difficult to know what's real, it's always hard to walk in second ward without feeling like something is out of place. Um, uh, more recently, actually happened in the last year, there is the Mecklenburg Investment Company, which is part of this Brooklyn neighborhood. It's actually one of three structures that survived this urban renewal. Um, those three structures together now form the Brooklyn Collective, which is a group of people who are doing some awesome historic preservation work in Charlotte. And one of the tenants, um, I actually met at a conference a few years ago. She said that when she moved into the Charlotte or the Mecklenburg Investment Company building, um, they were like poltergeist activity for the first three months, just. That's spooky, isn't it? Um, they were the first tenants in the building. Now there are multiple. Um, she actually runs an ad, like an advocacy group where if you have like autism or crippling ADHD or just like those types of. Um,
0: Neurodivergent.
1: Exactly. They will help you place with jobs and they'll advocate for you to get like higher paying jobs. That's cool. Because companies think that it's a, you know, it's not worth it. But these are real humans who are able to contribute and sometimes they just need someone in their corner advocating yeah. for them. So her name was Lindsay and she told me that when they moved in, they had to kick all the ghosts out.
0: Aww. Um,
1: there's also a church that's connected to those three groups um, and there has been paranormal activity in there. The most interesting part is that jazz music, though. I thought that I first heard it when I lived in First Ward and I was walking this little dog, Milo. Um, I thought I was hearing this jazz music, but it went on and off. And then I realized that there was a church having band practice and you would only hear it when someone would open the door. And it was only for a moment. Um, I posted about this type of stuff happening. And then other people on the Spooky Charlotte Instagram account Reached out saying, no, I've heard that music too, and it is chilling. So, I thought I came up with this story, but people had been talking about it way before I came around and had my spooky little Instagram account. That was second ward, Charlotte. So, numero dos is the Dunhill. Um, The Dunhill is awesome because if Charlotte is to become a world-class spooky city like Savannah or New Orleans, the only thing that it absolutely positively needs is a haunted hotel. And luckily, Charlotte has the Dunhill. So the Dunhill is perfect if you're looking for a spooky staycation. Uh, The nearly 100-year-old building is registered as a historic Hotel of America, and it is known around town for its Sunday brunch. Rumors of hauntings typically stem from the story that a human skull was found at the bottom of the elevator shaft during renovations in the 19, in 1988. That true story aside, even current staff have their own experiences of paranormal activity, some of which include a woman's laughter coming from the downstairs lobby when no one is there, or a woman in white disappearing and reappearing in the banquet halls late at night. Local paranormal investigators and hosts of The Hexfile podcasts They recently investigated, um, it happened last year, and caught a voice saying hello in a Facebook Live video. It's definitely worth a visit if you're coming to Charlotte and want to spend the night somewhere where you can possibly see a ghost.
0: And we can certainly attest that they have very good brunch.
1: Yes, we absolutely can.
0: Those were the best pancakes I've ever eaten in my life.
1: So the Dunhill is an episode that I want to do... This October, because we have, like, the full history of Well, then we
0: won't talk about it.
1: We're not going to talk about it, because we stayed there, um, and we had our own experiences. Um... (laughs) Spirits were involved. Spirits were definitely involved. But we are going to leave you on the hook and make you come back for another episode at a later date. Number three, RERA Irish Pub.
0: Great place.
1: Great place. So Rira Irish Pub is located in Uptown's second oldest building. Staff claims there are six unique in-house ghosts. The two most active apparitions include a man with a handlebar mustache who frequents the upstairs bar and will disappear if you ask him too many questions. I get it. Um, I was about to make a joke about my mom, but she might be listening to this right now. Mom, you ask a perfect amount of questions, never change. Um, The other apparition (laughs) is a girl in Victorian clothing who is said to be responsible for writing the alphabet on the walls, on the brick entryway. All of the ghosts are considered peaceful and typically only reveal themselves to staff, but if you are a patron, you are likely to experience a cold spot, which could mean another type of spirit than your (laughs) drinking is passing through you.
0: Yeah, and you just went there the other day. Yes. And they told you...
1: Yep. So I I just went there um, after work um, a few weeks ago. And I say a few weeks ago because we're recording this in advance. And the whole point was to make a TikTok because um, my TikTok account, Spooky CLT is gaining some traction. And since the number one thing I try to do is get people to spend money at local businesses, I wanted to share a ghost story about local business. Um, so... I went there and heard two new things. The number one thing is that if you are sitting at their bar in the downstairs area um, about halfway through, before the room is split up from one section to the other, there is a bookshelf with these old-looking books. None of them have titles on them. But one of them, if you were to pull it out, um, bartenders say that every time it gets touched, a glass upstairs breaks every single time, and they cannot explain it. I asked the guy, I was like, are you willing to test it out? And he was like, are you willing to grab a broom and sweep up a broken glass? Um, Did you say yes? (laughs) I said yes, but we both laughed and then it didn't happen. Sad. Um, Whatever. And then number two is when you first walk into the entryway, um, there is this beautiful staircase on your left.
0: I have fallen down.
1: I paused because I knew you were going to say that. Um, Good times. Good times. We... We actually talked about this bar at our 20 haunted places in North Carolina. Um, So you know that that stairwell was created, designed by the same person that designed the stairwells in the Titanic. But if you're in that room and, like, you're looking into the bar, you peer up to the top right corner, that's where you can see very lightly the, the alphabet I talked about before. But then there's also this little setup of a wooden table and chairs. Mm-hmm. And the staff there said that that table and chairs are haunted because they'll hear almost like people sitting at it. That's, um, maybe. but it survived from when the building was a mill. Um, really? it's just stayed there the entire time. And that little section up there, there's absolutely no way to get up there without a ladder. Mm-hmm. You can't just walk, you know, cause it's, it's blocked off. So they just leave it as is, but they'll hear almost as people are sitting at this table. Um, which is spooky. It is spooky. Yeah. Um, this is one of the spots on that nightly spirits tour, which mm-hmm. is a haunted bar crawl in Uptown. Um, they have way more stories to tell about the place, so I encourage you to take it.
0: Yeah. And they just have good food.
1: Ross does have great food. And if you are going to a show at the Blumenthal, you get, what, 30% off? I don't remember. Probably that. 15%. Yeah, if you bring Sounds your ticket, well. Yeah.
0: It used to be you had a printed out ticket. Now it's LOL. all on your phone. Yeah. In the olden days.
1: Back when we used to go see moving pictures. <laughs> um, just kidding. It was Broadway a Broadway shows. show. <laughs> um, we would go there beforehand.
0: Because we would get the discount.
1: Because we would get the discount. But also.
0: They have good food.
1: They have, they have good food, and also I we didn't realize this until the last time we went. They have an exchange program where mm-hmm. they will offer work visas from actual people from Ireland to work and yep. live in Charlotte. I
0: knew that,
1: which is awesome, um, and a cool way to meet Irish people.
0: Yeah. All right, I knew that.
1: Old Settlers Cemetery coming in at number four. You know. All about Old Settler Cemetery from our episode in which I practiced my speech to the Daughters of the American Revolution. But Old Settler Cemetery is proof that Charlotte does have history. The graveyard is the resting place of the first colonial settlers, and you'll recognize many street or even town names as you peruse the headstones. You'll find the gravestones of the famous Charlotteans like Nathaniel Alexander, Thomas Polk, and William Davidson. The old the old not that William, okay, um, another William Davidson. The oldest known grave is of Joel Baldwin, who died in 1776. Yep, New York City. Um, and the most recent burial is from 1878. We know that they have made exceptions, but the um, the cemetery closed in the 1860s because bodies were coming in too frequently because of the Civil War. They had to make Mm-hmm. Um, Elmwood Cemetery for overflow, and that is now the largest cemetery in town.
0: Overflow.
1: Overflow. <laughs> so it is said that bodies were often robbed from the cemetery and used for educational purposes at the hospital that was once located next door on the corner of Sixth and Church. Now it is not uncommon to find mysterior- mysterious altars left behind in the cemetery or orbs found in pictures that are taken after sunset.
0: And most recently at the Shout Festival this year. Oh,
1: yeah. They had
0: the, um, the art installation where they depicted... Yeah. You know more about it than I can... Either. I
1: forget the name of it. Um, I But too. they were projecting the faces of um, black people onto the trees... And it, it looked beautiful. It looked creepy, if it was, you didn't know. But yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, after the sunset, lights were down. You have these green trees and these faces of just people existing, blinking, smiling, making facial mm-hmm. expressions. Um, all black people. And the reason is, is because even though there's over 300 headstones and old, old settlers, there are hundred more, hundreds more bodies buried, especially of what they would call the servants. Um, no black people got any type of headstones, even though they were buried in this old cemetery. So this art installation was bringing attention to that um, because if people like us don't talk about it, it's barely even talked about in the cemetery itself. And that's a true example of history being erased um, yeah. because they didn't have headstones to begin with. Now it's up. Now it's up to us to talk about it.
0: Yeah, that's actual history being erased.
1: Yeah. So, um, but that art installation is still trending on the internet. Yeah. Um, even as re- recently as, I mean, at this point, probably three weeks ago, Patton Oswald retweeted a video of it.
0: Did he really? Mm-hmm. That's I, cool. I
1: follow a lot of, um, like, destination Instagram accounts that just show, like, beautiful places around the world. And I have seen this pop up numerous times. Um, a video that I made about it, I put on tiktok it got over um i think three hundred thousand views um but i was an idiot and framed it as like a spooky thing saying the trees have eyes at old settlers um instead of telling the actual history and this was when i only had like 30 followers and now i have like thousands and i wish i could go back and change that
0: but you can't edit your captions which is bs
1: yeah Anyway. anyways old settler cemetery spooky places also caps Charlotte area Paranormal Society say that at that corner of fifth and or sixth and church um, people have seen apparitions of um, Revolutionary War soldiers because it is it's a block away from where the Battle of uh, Charlotte took place um, unrelated though. so <laughs> what is this five Carolina mm-hmm. theater? Carolina Theater in Uptown is currently being renovated. Um, The glass is up, though. It's starting to look good. Yeah. Um, Which has some folks wondering if we'll see the same paranormal activity that we once did when it was originally open. Will the renovations clear out the old spirits or serve to stir them up more? Staff have shifted blame of any paranormal hijinks on a ghost they've named Fred who reportedly pulls pranks like turning lights off, responding to the sounds of snaps, which is cool, so if you snap, it'll snap back, and appearing as a mysterious light on balconies after hours. Suspiciously, though, the Carolinas theaters in Durham and Greensboro also have ghosts named Fred.
0: What if it is a Phantom of the Opera-type deal and he just goes from theater to theater?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Using the mines
1: that's how I, underneath the oh, town. Oh, now we're talking. I was going to say, that's how I plan on spending my retirement. <laughs> um, Arcane Carolinas, another fantastic Char- or not Charlotte, North Carolina-based history and lore podcast, talked about, um, I believe it was the Durham, Carolina Theater, and they were talking about how it had a ghost named Fred, and I was like, are you kidding me? Um, and then I looked into it further, and then I saw Greensboro – also, has a Carolina theater, and they mm-hmm. also have shared a story about a ghost named Fred. And I'm like, what are the chances? Like, do you think that this is one of those cases where um, Ardle ca- came out and, you know, one of those old newspapers saying, Carolina theater has a ghost named Fred?
0: Yeah, and they and all then, picked it
1: up. And then, yeah, people like us are looking back and they're like, well, we have a Carolina theater. Um, who knows? Maybe but, there
0: was just a lot of people named Fred who liked to work in the theater back in the day.
1: Can't argue with that. Um, Putting that aside, we, a lot of times we only get our stories from, you know, old newspapers, books, things like that. In this case, we can, we know for sure that there's at least real life paranormal activity happening there because our friend Kat, her dad worked at the Carolina Theater. That's right. And he personally experienced seeing, having the lights turned off on him and then also seeing um, like a light specter in the balcony when he was on the stage.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see if it's going to...
1: If it's going to continue. Because, I mean,
0: it's been closed for forever. I feel like it's been years closed now. the entire time that I've lived here. Really? I feel like. I mean, yeah. I've never been to it. Of course, I've never been to the one in Durham, and I lived there for 18 years. <laughs>
1: um, renovations only started a few years... They closed it a few years ago, but then, like, they knocked everything down within the yeah. past three Yeah. Um, or four. Either way... It's looking promising, um, and then they also closed the library across the street, and they're renovating that too.
0: Yeah, I've, that library just creeps me out in general.
1: I like that library.
0: I mean, I've never been into it, but just
1: yes, you have. We walked together there one time when I was picking up comic books. I promise you, I promise you, you've I'm been sure. inside. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> Carolina sure? Theater. <laughs> I am positive because we had to walk up a bunch of stairs. And I was nervous about it. And you did it and you didn't complain. Um, anyways. Thanks. <laughs> after the Carolina Theater is the bootlegger house. Um, the notorious bootlegger house has been a spooky staple of 4th Ward for nearly 50 years. It was originally located in 2nd Ward, which we talked about, where the Charlotte-Mecklenburg Government Center is, but was moved across Uptown after it was bought for 50 cents. No, I take that back. $50. $50. During the aforementioned urban renewal, in quotations, um, the urban renewal of Brooklyn that just so happened to coincide with the restoration of Fourth Ward. Interesting. Moving money around. People call it the bootlegger house because of numerous hidden rooms and compartments that were once used to hide black market alcohol during Prohibition. Mm -hmm. Moonshine. The current owner has personally experienced a wide range of paranormal activity, including phantom footsteps, which the footsteps actually left a trail of watery footprints, which is spooky.
0: Do you think that it was water or do you think it was...
1: Ectoplasm?
0: I was going to say oh, alcohol.
1: Wouldn't that like, if it was moonshine, I feel like it would like peel the stain out of the wood. <laughs> Probably. Um, just a thought. Just a thought. Chairs found unexplainably tilting on two legs, That's right. which they actually took a picture of. Um, a blowtorch was ignited by itself, and then other more typical paranormal mischief, uh, just poltergeist activity. The movement of the house brings up the question: Is the ground they moved on haunted, or the bones of the house itself? Mysterious. Both. Now, this is actually one of those cases where um, there is wrong information in this. When a few months ago, I. Um, spoke with the Spooky Soul Sisters podcast. And this is one of the stories that they wanted me to kind of deep dive in on. Um, And I found the original address of the house. It was 222 South Caldwell, um, which is not where the Charlotte-Mecklenburg Government Center is. It's actually where this smaller market is right now, um, right next to a giant parking lot. um, Because an entire neighborhood is now a parking lot. Um, and then I found articles of that house in which one of the former tenants um, shot a man inside. That's but cool. No, well, we're, you know what I mean. Yeah. I yep. Um, and then other mysterious things happened. But this is actually, because I got all that extra information, this is another case where I want to do a longer episode about it. Cool. So I won't give up all of my spooky stories. I think this was enough to get you through. Um, but if you are interested in it, this is actually one of the stories that we did for Supernatural CLT, a WCCB miniseries about things that go bump in the night in North Carolina, mostly Charlotte. You can see an interview of me in there where I talk about spooky stuff, <laughs> as I typically do.
0: And at this point, we don't know if they're going to do it this year or not because the woman who is yeah. behind it and has left WCCB for a better opportunity.
1: Yeah, good for you, Jess. All right, so after the bootlegger house is Alexander Michaels. Uh, Alexander Michaels is on 401 West 9th Street, not far from the bootlegger house. Alexander Michaels has been a fourth ward bar and eatery for more than 30 years. Also very good food. Absolutely. The house itself has been around much longer than that. Originally opened as the Crawwell Berry Hill Store in 1897, it is no surprise with its historic status that it has a resident ghost. Servers and patrons have reported paranormal activity, hearing the na- their names called softly by disembodied voices or feeling as if they're being grabbed when no one was there. Activity usually centers around the old apartment upstairs or the back corner booth that fits just one person. Additionally, if you are looking for a post-dinner walk, you can take a stroll down Pine Street to find Settler's Lane. There is the spot of a haunted hanging tree. Historically, it is known for the hanging of criminals, but now locals know it to be the center of dark energy where screams and the sounds of tightening rope can be heard. Now, that tree has been cut down. It is no longer in that neighborhood. But as frequently as October, or September of 2022, someone says that they walked that neighborhood or that they lived there and they also felt dark energy and heard screams and the sounds of tightening rope. They found a TikTok that I put on TikTok two years ago or a year and a half ago and they commented on it in September 2022 saying that they still feel this way. Wow. Spooky. That's cool. Um, But yeah, Alexander Michaels is a great uptown eatery. It's like this old, it feels like the Columbia Harbor House at Disney World across from the Haunted Mansion. Um, Because it's like this old bar, wood, old pictures, kind of a nautical theme a little bit. Um, And then if you were to look at the building... It looks like just like this old Main Street looking store. Yeah. But if you were to tilt your head up literally like 20 degrees and look to the left, you would see this giant skyscrapers everywhere. So yeah. nice little slice of Old Charlotte in Fourth Ward.
0: I would recommend the Black Bean Burger.
1: Nice. I would recommend the um, Buffalo Chicken Sandwich. Yeah. And they do have a special Buffalo Chicken Sandwich. I'm not just saying that. Um, <laughs> also, she crab soup is like their thing. Yeah. I haven't had that. Mm -hmm. Um, Sticking with the Fourth Ward um, area, there is the McNinch House. It's on 511 North Church Street. The McNinch House is an 1892 Queen Anne-style home located on North Church Street. It's now a restaurant. Walking inside is like entering a time machine set a century back. The home is the center of numerous ghost stories, But depending on which tour you go on, whom you talk to, or which book you read, you may hear different versions. I wrote that line because it's true. We've gone on historic tours, heard one story, I've read three or two books about it, heard others. No one has the same consistent story about this place. Um, But no one can deny that it's spooky. But the one that I have connected with most is that there's a local legend that states if you wait outside long enough and keep your eye on the upstairs bay windows, you may catch a glimpse of a long-gone lady of the house. So stand outside and stare until they call the cops on you or you see a ghost. Is Just my...
0: act like you have a reservation.
1: Uh, yeah. So there, it's a purple house, but in the dark it just looks very sh-
0: it looks spooky. It looks spooky. Yeah.
1: Um the McNinch house it has a sign out front so you know which one it is. Um apparently it's like super fancy meals.
0: The building next to it is pretty spooky too.
1: Yeah. That's true. We both go by Church Street a whole bunch. I
0: used um, to, not anymore.
1: Not anymore. Um I'll leave that one just cuz I feel like I don't like I wish I knew more about it, but I don't. Sad. Sad. Um, Number nine is the Tryon House Apartments, 508 North Tryon Street. The Tryon House apartment building is one of Uptown's oldest continuously operating apartment buildings. Paranormal activity in the building is believed to stem from a fire that occurred back in the 1940s, engulfing the building to the point that residents had to jump out of windows to escape. The tragedy took the lives of nine people, and during many more... Common reports, including sightings of apparitions believed to be former residents, people have reported dreams of bleeding walls, and noises of knocking on the walls or doors when no one is to be around. That being said, it's still one of the last moderately priced places to live in Uptown, so please don't sue us. Um, This is another place (laughs) that we did the Supernatural CLT episode about, and the coolest thing that happened there is number one, a friend of her friends that just moved to Charlotte, she lived in this building. I messaged her on Instagram, and I was like, has anything weird happened? She said, yes. I said, are you willing to talk to the news about it? And she said, heck yes. Um, So she was interviewed talking about personal paranormal experiences, but then another spooky thing that happened is, you know, I was searching through the Charlotte Observer archives or whatever, and in the story... Um, or not the stories, like the news articles, they talk about a woman named Rowena. She was one of the nine that died. She was found um, on her knees in a praying position next to her bed when she passed. Um, That name Rowena just stuck with me, and then when they interviewed someone who lived in the building, they said they felt like they were visited by a ghost of a woman named Rowena. I do not know if they know the history of the building, or if it's passed from one person to the other, but like, spooky
0: is this the woman with the painting
1: yeah so the guy says that he had um paintings that came with his apartment they were just there um and then he felt like a woman would sit at the foot of his bed just checking to make sure that the apartment was okay that's what he said he felt like yeah spooky um make sure to watch that video it it really is cool. Um, and then also this building is super old and awesome. I really hope it sticks around. The building right next to it, the hall house. Um is, is not so lucky. It's about to be demolished.
0: They haven't um, done it
1: yet. You can see into the building from the side, but like the main structure is still there. But they are, they're they're tearing through the place. Madden. Yeah. All Maddening. right. Last but not least, old firehouse number four we did a complete episode about the spooks that are involved with old firehouse number four. But to sum it up, on April 1st, 1934, firefighter Pruitt L. Black was reportedly heading out on a call when he fell headfirst down the fire pole, dying on impact. The legend states that despite the firehouse being abandoned, you can still smell the smoke of his cigars as he decided to stay on a call in the afterlife. Black's grave can be found in Elmwood Cemetery And Fire Station number 4, located next to the view, which is that giant, giant, giant apartment building sticking out like a sore thumb by itself in 4th Ward. Um, It has been added to the National Registry of Historic Places. The question remains, does it still smell like smoke because of black cigars or because it's an old firehouse? But, it's funny, the address is 420.
0: Blaze
1: it. LOL. Um I do suggest you go back and listen to the Haunted Fire fa- Firehouse number 4 episode um because we talked about Charlotte's history of pre-World War 2 structures
0: and the <laughs> lack thereof
1: and um how there's three of those now and one of them is somewhere you probably wouldn't expect All right and Here you- is it Nota Oh. Between where, like, Mac Tabby is and uh, that other, yeah.
0: Sorry, I don't remember.
1: That's fine. I just point it out every time we're there. Anyways, I'm just joking. <laughs> I do that to everyone else. Um, so, spooky places in Uptown. I hope Queen City Nerf reaches out for more spooky facts about Charlotte this year. I already know what I'm going to tell them. Cool. Any questions, concerns, comments? No. It works for me. Um, the twenty episode, or the twenty haunted locations in North Carolina, episode did really well. So maybe mm-hmm. ten haunted locations in Charlotte, yeah. North Carolina, would also do and really well. And
0: this is our seventieth episode. No way. Mm-hmm.
1: Heck yeah. This is. Mm-hmm. I thought the Ruth one was sixty nine. No. Man, I've been telling people that we've had over seventy episodes for a while now.
0: Well. Now it'll be accurate. Perfect.
1: Perfect. (laughs) All right. We will see you later in the month where we talk about more spooky things. Love
0: spooky things. Yes. We love you too.
1: If you have any spooky incidences that have happened to you, send us an email, shoot us a DM, or just yell it outside. Maybe we'll hear you.
0: Or if you have a spooky legend, that'd be cool.
1: Yeah. Love stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out no there. No pressure.
1: All right, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Or the week oh, after next week. Week
0: after next. Week after next.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye. Sources for today's episode can be found on our website at anchor.fm slash old north state pod. If you want to send us a topic suggestion, a funny story, or if you just want to say hi, you can email us at oldnorthstatepod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at oldnorthstatepod. Cheers, y'all!